Hello and welcome to the I Am Health podcast, hosted by me, Naha Diol. So I am a nutritional practitioner and I specialise in gut and hormone health. So these podcasts I've put together especially for you if you are a human being that wants to live a healthy life without restrictions and wasting time guessing which direction to go into. And I always like to talk about topics that are helpful to you and will always have guests supporting this ethos so you can create a wealth of knowledge to set you on the road to being at your best health. So I hope you enjoy absolutely every single episode. Please do share and I look forward to having you listen. Good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. This is Nehadi Al from I Am Health. And I have got a lovely guest with me. I've got Marcus Matthews, who is a clinical hypnotherapist and transformation coach joining us in our podcast today. And we're going to be talking about, well, we're going to have a topic, aren't we, of healthy habits, but I'm sure we'll talk about lots of other things. Yeah, make sure we do. it doesn't go on too long, right? I know. Well, I think <laughs> we'll have to do some more sessions, won't we? <laughs> Marcus, we'll have to do that in, indeed. But no, it's so really pleased to have you here. Yes, to awesome talk, to be here. Yeah, to to see what we can, um, what we can, how we can put the world to right and, and share some advice. So tell me a bit about what you do, Marcus, and your background and what you do in clinic. So I'll use my funny phrase first, and that is I help professionals go from suck to success. So that's kind of my funny phrase, right? Because what I found is, is that people get stuck in that place. And I was in that place as a police officer some time ago. I was suicidal um, as a servant police officer, life collapsed. And I basically asked one question. I won't swear, but when I, I basically got sectioned, ended up in front of my GP. And all that was on offer, as a lot of us know, is like talking therapy or drugs. And, and I just asked this question. I said, why am I here? As in, how did I get to this point? It mm. doesn't make sense. I'm an intelligent person, you know, I'm passionate, but why, why has my life brought me to this point? And I call it like that dark valley moment. You realize you're in a dark valley and you go, how did I get here? Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. Um, and it was, it was from that, that I guess I'll go woo woo. The universe sent me on a journey um, and that journey really has led me to doing a lot of inner deep work on myself. Um, so I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. Uh, I'm a transformation coach. And that really, what that means is, is that I started to look at the space in between kind of where therapy ends and where coaching begins. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because because we're the, there's this, this, I think this belief that, that spiritual aspect and that woo aspect is separate to clinical and medical. And I think both parties are in their own playground, but there's a, there's a space in, in the middle where a lot of that stuff converges. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I speak woo woo and I also am really interested in the scientific side of things. Um, and I love this phrase, if I can share it. Um, anybody who, does, who kind of got, doesn't want to do the spiritual thing, but needs an excuse to explore it. Um, so I say spirituality is science that physics hasn't found an equation for yet. Yeah, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Sp- 
bringing them to it's bringing them together this yeah. is what's important it's like having such so want to make a cake or a really healthy cake <laughs> and you yeah. it's putting all the ingredients together to kind of make it the best it can possibly be mm. so it's mix, mixing it up a bit like what we were saying just before we started recording right it was yeah. i i want i want to taste good food mm. but it's unfortunately a lot of the industry has been built around the substance of that food is crap and then they put flavor on top of it to entice those natural flavors how how do i how do i get into that space of i can have really healthy habits and really healthy food and it yeah. still tastes good and it still feels good and it's such a it's such a nightmare to try and to do that and that's that's why we got in contact yeah. why i started working with you you know you're helping me at the moment because the, the mind stuff and the non-physical <laughs> I, I could play in that space all day and help people around how they shift their mind how they shift their hearts at and again that's another myth i think is that mm. people talk about mindset actually i don't agree with mindset at all i think mindset is a con to sell you courses because our behaviors are not driven food whatever it is they're not driven by the mind they're driven by the heart they're emotional responses to things yes right? yeah there's a lot of history <clears throat> isn't there uh, from with the heart and the gut to why we do certain things whether it be food or whether certain we we do things a certain way or we feel a certain way um <clears throat> and it is putting the two together for sure and this is the this is the beauty of it is because when you when you get the combination right the chemistry right magic can happen some powerful shifts can happen with how you think and how you feel the actions that you take which is why I guess it's so important for you with your work that you do and my work that I do to make sure people are yeah it's more more than mindset it's actually it's how you how you're operating what's your operating system telling you to do and that's basically what I do I help people upgrade their operating system so I think that's a really good analogy mm -hmm. because it's if you imagine you were born with windows 95 yeah but you're trying to install tiktok office 365 adobe cloud right it's either not going to go on or yeah. if it does go on what's going to happen it's probably going to crash we upgrade our tech all the time but we don't upgrade our mind we don't yep. upgrade our bodies we don't change it to be you know if you've got if you've got a nice flashy macbook that's great. But if you're a soldier in the middle of a war zone, your MacBook is going to get destroyed. They're both yeah. computers, but it's <laughs> it's what's the tool that you've got that you need for that period in your life. And yeah. I think the, the thing that the thing that I've started to realize is this is an analogy I've started using and, and, and people might get this. When you're thirsty, your body tells you that you want you, you're thirsty, right? I know there's the thirsty hunger thing, but we won't go and complicate this. Yeah. If you're hungry, you want to win. Mm -hmm. right? However, mm. I specialize in anxiety and PTSD. So if I'm feeling anxious, what do we do? We don't say, oh, that's my body that's trying to tell me something that I need to make a, a shift in my life. We go, oh, no, no, no. We want to cope and manage with that and avoid it. If you broke your leg, you wouldn't want to cope and manage it. You'd want to fix it, right? The same with your with your eating. If, if you're eating and something's reacting, but we're... The mind is there to keep you alive. It's not there to keep you happy, right? So that's the first. Uh, yes, absolutely. This is and, true. And it does. It it loves the familiar. <laughs> so if you've got a familiar pattern of behaviour, you probably get this with your clients. I want to eat more healthy, but I love cake or I love ice cream, right? Mm. Well, 
when you realize that all ice cream is 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 an antelope eating honey the perfect mix of fat and sugar right yep. and and we're not if we were in the wild we might come across that every now and again so it is a treat as soon as you start to realize oh i don't need that because that's not my natural state i can have that but that's not my natural state but you yes. can also get good fats and sugars that would give you the same buzz the same thing but it's it's we have this conversation right even i'm trying to educate myself and there's just so much information out there and <coughs> always anxiety comes in the cortisol comes down and we give up because we go i don't know what i need and it's so there's this thing about familiarity connection survival and we don't realize that these primitive things that were great when we didn't want to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger and and now the boss at work it's now the marketing people that are telling us we should have this product or that product and it's not surprising that we're mentally screwed up because we, we are empowered. and it's it's very confusing because <clears throat> you don't know what to do i've got a frog in my throat <clears throat> excuse me you don't know what to do for the best source of protein though protein yeah good source of absolutely <laughs> <laughs> depending on what frog you're eating yeah it can be and this is why it's, it can be so important to make sure that everything that we do we there's a there's an understanding and a reason behind it because i think then you're more likely to do it. it's like for example if you say to a child you know oh don't touch that that hot pan well they'll be like well, well why but if you explain to them if you touch it it will hurt and you might get a burn and the burn you'll get pain in your finger and you won't be able to play with your favorite instrument or your favorite bike. They're less likely to do it that way. Whereas if you just say, don't touch it, be like, well, why? So it's explaining and educating. And this is what we both do, don't we, with, with our clients is empowering. Yes. Empowering. Yeah. To give them a real reason and cause and, and structure because structure is so important. And if you don't get structurally get things right, it's like when you're building a house, you have to build the foundations first. It's that typical example of building foundations first and then everything else goes on top, you know, um, or goes in. And that's like the human body. That's very much sort of habits we, we create, things that we do, how we feel. It's all connected. Like the, there's research that shows that the gut is our first brain. Like you said, that our mind, our brain keeps us alive, uh, keeps us ticking. But what keeps us functioning healthily has to yeah. be the two, right? You have to connect. Uh, and what I do, what, what I do is practical neuroscience. So if you look at what how how we create habits and behaviors, they're basically neurons that that arrange themselves in certain patterns that then create our reality. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't like the mindset thing because there is as many neurons as the brain, the brain as there is in the heart, as there is in the gut. They are not separate to each other. Yeah. They are part of one ecosystem that that is constantly feeding and looping into each other. So it's you can't you can't this is why diets don't work right it's you can't go and do that and then go to the gym and expect the results because it's a process where you have to look at all of those different elements and that's why we got talking wasn't it because i won't take weight clients on you know people who want to reduce their weights i won't do it i refuse to do it because i haven't passed through that process myself I understand the psychology of how cortisol impacts your weight and I know the science behind it and all the rest of it but I recognized that the piece of the missing puzzle for me was how did my hormones affect that what is the science what is the gut health what is my journey and I think the biggest this might not be popular but the biggest issue we have is that 
we expect somebody else to be responsible for our journey. Yeah. And we make excuses. I've had this conversation with my mom recently, you know, um, and I've said, you know, when my dad's going through some stuff, and I said, listen, I know this really good person for you. I said that might might be helpful. I've got a friend whose wife's got cancer at the moment. And I said, listen, this might be a really good idea. And the question, that, the thing that people always come down to me is to say, I don't have the money. Mm. And I get that, right? But then my mum's just gone and bought a new countertop for the kitchen. Or she buys a new TV. And you've got you've to say to yourself, yes, going sorting your health out is not sexy. It will be in the end, right? But <laughs> my, my point is, though, is that we're so focused on trying to get a quick fix. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't get rapid a rapid fix. You can't get a, a, a you know those quick wins. And that's the whole point of working with the professional, mm. right? But we, we we we've been sold this myth that if I pop a pill, yeah, that will resolve the problem. It's a short-term solution. <clears throat> and even then that's got its consequences and its side effects. And it is very much prioritizing. It's prioritizing everything in life because if you are successful or not as successful as you would like to be in life, then everyone's got goals and achievements. So this doesn't mean you have to be at that place before you take any change, make any changes or make any or make any considerations. But you need to be in a place where you you kind of have to think if I'm making all this money and I put you're insured to the absolute highest without your health it can all just be gone without your mind and your health it's finished it's over, Game yeah, over. you're not here you to don't have money. yeah and and this is what i know when it comes to money and this might be useful for people if you've got a block or you're making an excuse and you're procrastinating yeah. whatever the whatever, let's take money money's a good one that was a massive one for me a huge one for me um so what I did was I said, okay, I haven't got enough money. What I said is I haven't got enough energy. Yeah. And all of a sudden I shift my priority to go, where can I find more energy? Not where can I find more money? Where can I find more energy? And when you start to do that, the universe will collude with you, right? Whether you, because yeah. there's two things, either you believe that there's that higher, whether it's God, universe creator, that divine guide that's there, you either believe in that, which is great, then, then use it. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in it and that you're the one responsible, then you're the one responsible. So, so you can, either have, way you, you have to take action. No which way you look at it, you've got to take action. Mm-hmm. And, and there are people out there. I think the biggest problem is, is that people become frozen in taking action because there are so many people out there that a don't know what they're talking about. B yeah. don't share their story. So I always say, if you're going to choose a therapist or a coach or anybody ask their story, what was the story? Why do you do what you do? Not mm. what do you do? Not how do you do it? Why do you do it? Because the why is the amygdala. The uh, the why is the purpose. The why is the emotion. Yes. Simon Sinek says this. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Yeah. We, 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 that we to people who believe what we believe, right? So again, that's you think that's a mind thing. It's not. It's, it's emotional. We're tribal. It's a, it's, that's very much a heart. A heart connection. Yeah. It is. What it all it's it's like I said. This is where it's the, the heart keeps us ticking. Mm. It's just when you look at when you look at the the flesh of a human body, it's quite remarkable just to think that this little ticker is keeping 
the one that we don't see that we abuse like like most of our bodies to be fair we um we take it for granted as soon as it stops it's, it's finished life's over yeah after what i went through what i've reframed the question now i'm not scared of dying i'm scared mm. of not living that's really powerful. All, all of a sudden i realized oh my god i was expecting that society would provide for me i know what with through covid and some of the stuff and and all the rest of it that i went through that was that was a massive awakening where i went through some tough stuff myself you yeah. know and i started to i started to say actually none of this is relevant and there's a, there's actually something that i do and, and people can do this at home if they just close their eyes and just think about all the things that you have a house a car all the rest of it i've got a meditation that i do on this that i'm happy to share yeah, please, uh, we'll put some links on the but show. What, but what then What then? you notice is, so you have all these things. You have a laptop, a phone, you have all of these things, right? And then if you breathe in, you'll notice that you have lungs. If you yeah. feel your heart, you'll notice you have a heart. But notice what I've said. You're noticing you have these things. You are not these things. Yes. So where we might maintain our car, because we realize we've got this car, we need to maintain it so we can use it, so we'll pay the garage to do our oil change we'll, we'll pay somebody to clean our house if you kept you got a cleaner we will pay for whatever it is food in the in the supermarket right these are things we need to live well we need our body to live because we're not we're not our body so mm -hmm. the, the very the, the the two biggest things that provide life for us which is or what we would deem as this human existence is our body yeah so that's important because without the body, we don't exist in this form. And if we don't take responsibility for our thoughts and our feelings and our actions, then we're not going to build abundance. And, and abundance isn't, I learned this very thing. Well, let's go back to the money thing. People don't want money. Money has no intrinsic value. Actually, what people want is freedom. Mm. What they want is connection. They want peace and they want purpose. Mm -hmm. actually that's what people want that's the that's the ultimate yeah that's that's what it comes down to and it does and as i started to look at that and i started to do this with myself and i've gone actually would it matter if i could choose to wake up every day what would it that i would choose i would choose to feel free and at peace with myself that i could go and do whatever i wanted to do actually i'd love to have the big massive house of course i would i'd love to have the aston martin dbs Super Legera in black. Of course I would. It's on my vision board. If I never got it though, would it impact my life? If I was to trade one of those two things and said, you can live an, an amazing life where you can travel and you can have experiences and you know that might, might not just be in the UK, but I could feel as I've lived, would I choose that or choose to be super wealthy? I'm coaching some millionaires at the moment. They've got everything. They don't even need money. They've got everything they need. So what do they what do what do they need? They've got they've so they've got the money that, that people tend to be chasing, or most people tend to be chasing. So obviously not not that this is di divulging into confidentiality here, but just ge just generically, what is the main thing that they you find a pattern of what is lacking with those already have lots of money? So they've got that, so they've got that missing, I guess it's that why? Why am I here? what is it what is that bigger so I, I'll, I'll give you i'll give you an example um of a 
one of the guys I'm working with, his family owned a bank in Indonesia, right? One of his biggest fears was, was what he said was, is I want to have more time with my family and have experiences. Mm-hmm. I said, what's stopping you? And he said, money and time. And I said, okay, let's, let's chop that up. You, your family owns the bank, right? So you're the, you're the big boss, boss man, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got the flexibility to do, to do whatever you want. However, you're in regards to money, money isn't an issue. Mm. So where does that come from? I know it makes perfect. Logically, logically, I agree with you. And that's the problem. So logically, and he got, he's got um, scoliosis. Right. Okay. Mm. Now this was interesting. I'm actually going to be doing a proper in-depth session, but we did a very quick, um, went into his subconscious to find out where that came from. And this was really interesting. So scoliosis, curvature of the body. It's not like massive, but this was it. Mm. He was little. He was the youngest of his family and they couldn't get into the house. So there was an open window. And for the first time in his life, being small and being able to curl over got him into the Uh house. So what he's learned is when he was small, is that by being small and by not playing full out, he had some purpose and use in his family. Now, he's not five years old anymore, but the subconscious mind, so we'll bring this back to science. If we take Einstein's theory of general relativity, it says the bigger the mass of the object, the slower it moves through time and space, right? So your mind doesn't have a mass. So it doesn't know the difference between when you were six and when you're 36. It only knows what you tell it. Mm -hmm. So when we feed our mind and our heart with with words and phrases it's like feeding our body our body will react to what we're feeding it so what we do is very very similar you know whether it's feeding food or whether it's feeding thought your body will will create a neurochemical reaction on how you how that's how you react how you you react to it right one of the biggest things when it this is this is where the science side of it is really important but the psychological side of it is even more important. And and if you ever, if you're in therapy and you've got a psychologist, they'll probably say to you that mental health issues come from a, a chemical imbalance in the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yes, that's not a lie. When we in stress, cortisol comes through, when we enjoy serotonin, dopamine, all that stuff, we know that. Yeah. So here's the question, what moves the chemicals? Yeah, well... And that could be a number of things, couldn't it? Yeah, that would be... but that's to say with gut health, right? Yes. Is that if we've got, if, if if our psychology is not, if we don't believe, we don't feel safe in that process and our, the practitioner mm-hmm. we're working with or whatever it is, and the why, and like you said, you're telling why we're doing things, then you're going to go into that fear state. So even if you're feeding your body with the best stuff, if your body's firing lots of cortisol and you're stressed and you're anxious, that has a direct impact on mitochondria. We yeah. know that mitochondria are the batteries for our cells. Absolutely. We know that that has an impact on, on muscle yeah. and, and all the rest of it. So all of a sudden, it, it's not, yeah, it's just not, it's not one stop shop. Where Never you know, one stop. Go and do that. No. And this is why it's so important to work on yourself and to give yourself mm. that, that, that time and that respect, I think, to kind of go, I've, I've got you and I, and I honor you because if you, if you're absolutely, at your best and you're firing at your best and 
like like you you're working with some 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 very wealthy clients and I've, I've got some very successful clients who are very ambitious and so you know talking you're talking ceos and management level and really kind of performance driven performance led their whole life gets put on hold just because they aren't feeling well and everything else crumbles around them or it continues without them but they've lost out so i was gonna say what i've also found and this was something that I hadn't realized until, so I, in, when you're in that poor lack mentality, so I, I'm from a working class background, right? I don't have a degree. I don't have a, I haven't gone through that process. And so what I, what I started to realize is that when I was working with higher end clients, even though yes, they have the money and externally materialistically, they, they, they're safer. We were looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs that, yeah. you know, they're not at the bottom of, but actually from a stress point of view, the, they have more to lose. Yes. So actually, the, it doesn't matter whether you're from a working class council estate in Manchester or whether you've got a £10 million house on Holland Park, the human experience is exactly the same. Exactly the, only, the same. The, the only body is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So the only difference between the two is, is access. It's, it's access to those facilities. And unfortunately, things like the NHS, love the NHS, it's amazing. But it is, you know, it, it, it isn't free. <laughs> um, and there are a lot of practitioners and doctors that are leaving the NHS because of it's becoming more commercialised. It's becoming a way in which corporate can sell stuff through, you know. And although I hate to say it, you know, I've had to have that realisation that, if you want to really fix yourself, you've got to invest and you've got to, you've got to put yeah. the money into a private practice because the one thing about private practice, I think Rishi Sunak got pulled up on this recently. He said, do you use the NHS? Um, yeah. And he wouldn't answer the question. No, he didn't. Because the reason why he didn't is because by going to somebody who is private doesn't necessarily mean they're any better or worse, but they have more autonomy in what they're doing. They, yeah. they, they're not stuck. There's, there's more flexibility I think there's more yes there's more I, I guess there's more time there's more resources um and there's possibly a little bit more there's more area for the to hone in on specific expertise isn't there because you can go directly to the source which is what is so important is yeah. to go directly to who is professional within and who is an expert in that field yeah I mean, cancer is an interesting one because we we know that there's a lot of research that you know, there is no cancer gene that that's been yeah. debunked. We know. I always take this one is that stress. Another word for stress is dis ease. Take the hyphen out, we get disease. We do um, But even if we look at that from a clinical point of view, I never knew there are hundreds of chemotherapy treatments. You know, so if you can afford, I think there's a place in Switzerland where they basically do a biopsy and then they run that cancer through every single chemo that's available to see which one is the best one. Suitable, yes. That's not something that is available on the NHS. They've got, they've gone. Okay, these are the ones that work with most people. These are the ones we can get at that particular price. That's what we're going to give. So you are literally. So again, if you're going through, yeah. So if you're going through cancer treatment, then absolutely you know you want to use everything you can but you need to then support your body because when you start to throw those chemicals in your body your gut microbiome is going to be knackered up 
we know that the immune okay. system is is the gut the gut is the immune system so it's not just a case of i'm just going to go and have chemo right how can i support that to make sure that my body can help that chemo or my body can help itself and and there's enough there's enough data out there that says that having a proper diet looking after yourself you can get rid of most diseases you can and it's a shame because it's people often leave it so late don't yeah. they because we see it time and time again where you, they get to a point of um complete and utter uh th there's no hope and then you're trying to fix things so prevention always is better than cure yeah. um and some people get it right because they like to prioritize uh, and you know like i'll have clients come to me saying well josh i'm actually feeling all right but i just need this tweaking like those those kind of clients are fantastic because you know that if there's anything that is lurking around uh, a bit like with with what you do you 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 can kind of just generally have a bit of a cleanup but when they come to you and they're completely and utterly which is what I did. That's that's why I that was me, right? I was on the verge of wanting to kill myself. And, and, and my realization was this. Suicide is not about killing the physical. It's about killing the story. It's about killing the program. Your body's actually working for you. So again, if you're suffering with any physical ailments, I mean, I'm very interested in epigenetics. It's not something that I necessarily... Oh, it's really, fascinating, yeah. Epigenetics is uh, amazing. Um mm. And again, that's a misnomer. You know, there's been studies that have been done. I think it was a, a worm when they were looking at the genetics and they there was like 1500 gene sequences in this worm. So in the, I think it was in the 40s, they worked out this, this principle that the more complex the life form, the more genes it must have. So then pharmaceutical companies then went and basically painted, patented all the gene the genes in our body. Um, but then it, I think it was in 1975, they were looking at fruit flies and realized that fruit flies, a more complex organism, only has 1,200 genes. Right. So the so what came out of that was that it's not necessarily just the stuff that puts things together, the physical, it's the environment in which that works. So yes. that's the same with your gut. Environment right? is important. Yeah, absolutely. Your gut microbiome isn't just a few bugs. It's like a little jungle. It's like the Amazon rainforest. And if you pull no, yeah. it out, something else gets affected. Exactly. Yes. It's It's got its own little colony, hasn't it? It's, it's yeah. got its own little world. It's, it's its own person in its own right. And so, and that's why it's so important to, um, to make sure that you look at every piece of the puzzle. It is every piece of the puzzle because to with the thing is we've got access, haven't we, Marcus? In this world today, we've got all of the social media, we've got access to so much information, we've got access to programs and workshops and resources. Sometimes it's just about kind of go, what do I need? Like, what's priority for you? And it's breaking it down that way. And that's what you and I both do to help people get to their end goal. It's breaking it down. And the hardest, th the hardest thing, Lisa Nichols taught me this. Um, I don't know if you know Lisa Nichols. Um, that overwhelm of going, this is where I am. And this is where I want to be. Yeah. We focus on the macro. So everybody's selling you the macro. Everybody's selling you the dream. Everybody's selling you the result. But actually, if you just, what's that micro move? What's that one micro move? For example, something I learned yesterday. I know we should drink more water. We talked about this. Yeah. So a lot of, we know that breath work is good for the mind, for cortisol. I knew this, but never put two and two together. When, and you'll, you'll know more of this, when we break fat down in our body, 
yeah. a lot of that comes out as carbon dioxide, right? So it's not just pooping it out. Actually, a lot of the time is that we've flushed our body out, we're creating gases, and then gases can come out as carbon dioxide. Yes. So just doing box breathing, which is something I use with my clients all the time, they're tools that I give them. I never even thought, when just being given that insight of, oh yeah, that makes sense. As well as drinking water, just spending two times a day, just box breathing, five sets of box breathing. So important, yeah. And water actually can help you lose weight because what you're doing is you're creating an environment instead of storing that energy in your body, you're, you're specifically doing it. Walking, you know, you can hit the gym as much as you want. If you can, if you can do at least 6,000 steps a day, you will lose weight Fine. it's little things absolutely it's yeah. all it's it's and it's things that are those kind of things are free your breathing is mm, free so exactly even right we can we can all do it we just need to do it properly and correctly yeah. um and I know our uh, our podcast today was to to do with habits, but I think we're going to have to do a, a separate one for that. For I think I think it is a habit, though, isn't it's, it? Because yeah. I think the first the habits that you, the first I think the first habit that you you need to realize. I think this from Mel Robbins. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna help you. Mm. Literally, nobody cares about you, right? And and I don't mean that in a horrible way, but, but it's, everyone's too busy with their own stuff. Yeah, this is what and it is. You've so. got to fill your own cup up first yeah. and serve from the saucer. And we've been told boundaries is a massive thing that I work with clients with about having conversations about how do you set a boundary? How do you have that? Because a boundary isn't a barrier, right? We love a boundary because if we know where we are, you know, this is a great analogy when it comes to habits. People can take away, where am I now? So if you go to a new shopping mall, where, yeah. what's the first thing you do? You go and find the board that says, where am I? Shops, yes. Mm -hmm. Where am I? Before you even go yeah. shopping, right? You go Most... to the shop list, don't you? Yeah, where they've got the alphabetical listing. Yeah. And you, where are you? And uh, so, so if you use that as an, an analogy in regards to habits, then most people will walk into the same door, go into Primark and shop there all the time. They don't know there's a 99% discount on all clothing and branding at Selfridges. Yeah. Because they never looked at the board. They never took responsibility for saying, where am I now? And what's the journey that I want to go on? And what am I going to do to make that first move? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We're all responsible for ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's scary, right? It's it's scary when you don't know how, yeah. isn't it? Because, because, you know, again, looking at phones and devices, it's that very much kind of, you've always got to have something that's entertaining you. And actually when you put all that away and you're just left with me, myself and I in a room sitting, thinking, and perhaps with a pen and a notepad thinking, what, what, what do I want from all this? What's, what's, what is this really all about? What choices am I making? So I think that's yeah. the thing. If we're looking at habits, we're always choosing. We, we're always choosing whether you're sitting and watching TikTok, whether you're doing it, you're always choosing. Yeah. And that's a choice that I made. You know, I, 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 yeah, I go on TikTok, I go on social media, but I made a change to just, right, instead of just doing that for that amount of time, how can I fill that with something that's going to serve me? What's entertaining, but educational as well. And you find that people that are successful in life, yeah, you might see them on Instagram and all the rest of it, but they're always doing the work. And I think the other thing is don't worry about failing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you get it wrong. It doesn't you matter if you mess up. Well, this is it. It's you know they say persistence overcomes resistance, and it's the it's the it's the, and the continuity of doing things, the persistency of doing things. Um, failure is celebrated. 
in the US, isn't it? You know, that if, if somebody becomes bankrupt, it's like, let's celebrate it because you've you've tried, you've done something, you learn, you learn, you move on and you yeah. get made. But you, as long as you learn from the mistakes that you make, I think that's really important. Well, Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Conversations with God, yeah. he's talked to God and basically saying, why is the world crap? Why is my life crap? And and God returns back and he and he's I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but he says, "How can you know love if you haven't known heartbreak? Yeah. How can you know success if you haven't known failure?" So the thing that I always say to my clients is when they're going through a tough time is is we're told to avoid a lot of the cope we're told to cope and manage avoid. We've yeah. got to go into the shadow, right? We've got to go into the darkness and go. This is really interesting what can I learn from this experience? Because even in failure, if you go, I did that and it didn't work. So one of the big things from a nutritional point of view that I, I started to recognize was that if I have sugar, mm-hmm. I feel really low in energy and I feel like crap. Now, I didn't say I'm not going to have sugar. I'm not going to have that biscuit. What I now say is, is that I'm making a choice and I own the I own yeah. the outcome of that. So... Yorkshire puddings is a probably big one on the side of my roast, right? And I know Yorkshire puddings now destroy me a lot of mm-hmm. the time. So if I make that decision on a Sunday to have a Yorkshire pudding, I also own the fact that I'm going to feel like crap afterwards. Yeah, you pay for it. Mm-hmm. I pay for it. Now, that's a choice that I'm making. I don't, the only difference is I don't do that all the time. Now I understand that certain foods act in a certain way. I'm not denying myself it. I just go, that's the choice. And I'm going to own the outcome of that. But you also, you also you also know then as well that how you feel when you do and don't have it, and this is the difference between failure and success, or understand and and the darkness and the light. So this is yeah. why, like you said, you you have to sometimes feel the pain or the heartache or the failure to then, as you said it from from the from the phrase in that book said is to then to realize actually what it feels like on the opposite side. But and this is what life is about, and this Contract. is. Yes, you know, and it's it's very overcomplicated a lot of the time. But I think if we if we break it down and kind of think, well, what I think I always like to work backwards. It's always like, you know, what's what's your end goal? What's start with the end goal in mind? So what is that? And then you kind of have to work backwards to achieve it. Kind of why why am I do, why am I doing what I'm doing? Because that's the emotional reaction. Okay, and if you don't know why you're doing something, that's when you can come and work with somebody like myself. I work with the why to find out what you don't know. Because if what you do know isn't working, then clearly the thing that's driving the behavior is something you don't know. That's the same yeah, with you, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we, work with, we, we, we work with what you don't know. We find out what you don't exactly. know. We give you the insights that can then give you the choice. And that's the thing, I think, with both of us, is that we find the why. So we find that primitive caveman, cavewoman reason why I'm doing something. We bring insights to what you're doing. Yes. But we also give the why. Because... When somebody says, oh, the reason why that that's is because you're having sugar, but you don't have any evidence of that. All they're doing is just repeating what other people have said. Yeah. What we do is we go into the, the foundations of the problem and go, listen, this is the data. This is what we know. This is what science tells us. This is what this tells us. We do the work and we go, here is the buffet of information. Yes. So this is the choice. I think that if we do this, you'll get a better result. We might not. But then once we've failed at that, not that we do, but once we failed at that, then we would go, okay, well, that's not worked. So now what is it? It's and I have, yeah. 
It's playing detective. Yeah, that's I. I've not changed my role as being a police officer. No, you haven't. And so you're, and so you're doing it naturally day to day now. Yeah. With 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 your clinic and with your with your clients, and this is it. So it's very much fact finding, and everyone's facts are different, and this is why there isn't a one size that fits no. all. So we're out to change the world, are we not? Because I think a lot of the world needs changing. Yeah. I, do you know what? My my dream was that I never wanted anybody to to feel the way that I felt, okay? Mm. So my, my thing is, is I, I want to disrupt what mental health feels like. And that's a, that's a big, that's a big ask. But actually, when you just lay those bricks, yeah. you just lay one brick and then lay another brick. Before you know it, you've built a palace. You know, it's, Simon Sinek talks about this, about if you want to lose weight, right? And you, you go to the gym every day, you're eating the, and you go to the mirror and nothing's changed. But that consistency of just doing the work, one day you look in the mirror and like, oh my God, where did that person come from? Yeah, or somebody that hasn't seen you for a, few, yeah. a little while will go, wow, you look absolutely amazing. Because the, 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 mind, the mind doesn't change overnight. I get amazing results with, with my clients over 21 days. But one of the reasons why I started to then extend that with coaching and I do three months, six months, and 12 month programs is because if people really want to invest, we can look at different elements. And yeah. one of the missing, the reason why I'm working with you, one of the missing elements for me is my understanding of that microbiome. I can listen to podcasts. I can do all that, but I need to put myself through that process. Yes. Because, it needs because, to be relevant for you. Yeah. Because it, yes, it is a scientific logical process that you can go through, but actually the thing that drives the change is the emotion. And because I've not been able to achieve that particular area in my life, that's where I'm focusing. Is it painful? Yes. Is it dark? Yes. Do I like it? No. But what I know is, is that if I put myself through all the pain, I can shortcut that process for my clients. Yes, they're still going to have to do the work, but but we both have learned what yeah. we need to learn. And that's why you pay. So we pay the money. So again, it's what am I, what am I exchanging my energy for? That's what it yeah. comes down to. It's exchange of services. It's, this is it. It is. It's about, it's, it, it's, 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 it's an investment. And, and this is any, anything that we do in life that we, where we want to change, we want to make a difference in ourselves so that we can be the best version of ourselves. It takes investment of time, effort. Yes. And money, mm. but that's why we've got expertise and that's why you do what you do. And I do what I do. And I think as a combination, it's, it's so great, I think, Marcus, what you're doing with with the transformation that you're doing with people. And I love the word transformation because it is people. We're transforming all the time. We are. Well, all the body the is anyway, right? We're, we're clearing ourselves out. We're, we're changing yes. our body all the time. Yeah. So I think, although I think we are talking about habits, and I, but I think the habits that people need to, for me, the habits that people need to take away from this podcast, and this this might be tough to hear, but it's empowering too. The first thing is, Nobody's there to help you. People are there to help you. Nobody's going to do it for you. You you have to take responsibility and say, what am I choosing? Yeah. Where, where are my priorities? So when we talk about habits, what are my priorities? And we're not saying you need to give up this or give up that. We just need to say, if you like cake, be happy about it. If you like injecting yourself with heroin every day, enjoy doing it. But don't go, these are my habits and my behaviors and my life is miserable. Yeah, you've got to go. These are my habits and behaviors, and and I'm miserable. Okay, so what choice? What what one move can I make now? And it might be just 
okay, I'm going to breathe. <laughs> Most of us don't breathe, right? You don't first, breathe. No. First thing we do when we're born is breathe. Last thing we do before we die is stop breathing. Yeah. The, the only constant in life is the breath. So even just that, that's free. Right. I'm going to commit to just sit and focus on how I'm breathing today. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk up the stairs three times just to get some movement. So I'm away from my computer. And that's what we do is, is if you want to go on that big journey and you're all in fantastic, we can help you with that. But also if you just want to make little moves, we can help you with the little moves. Yes. And that's what it starts with often. It's the little, it's, it's the little things that make the big changes. Yeah. Rich Litton, an amazing coach. He says, slow down to speed up. And we're so in a hurry to get to the end goal. Actually, it's on the journey. And sometimes just stopping and just checking in with ourselves. Where am I? How am I feeling? What am I doing? Why am I doing that? Yes. And if you get stuck on the why and you go, logically, this makes no sense. Emotionally, something's driving something, but I don't know why. That's when you want to be reaching out to people like me and you. It's because we will help you find the why. And once you find the why, that gives you better choices. When you get better choices, you get better habits. When you get better habits, and then you reverse the cycle. The psychology is exactly the same. But instead of it being a downward spiral, it's an upward spiral. Yeah, perfectly said. And I think that's that's a great place for us to wrap it up, Marcus. And I think it's... Thank you so, so much. And I'm going to leave uh, all your details in the show notes. And um, I'll drop that meditation in for you. I'll send that. That'll be perfect. Then you say everyone have a listen to that as well. But I think we'll definitely do another podcast where we talk. We can talk for hours, you and I, and we can definitely lots of topics. Um, But that's been so useful. I hope you'll give people a kickstart for for this new year. just to make I think it'll be useful. Good. I think we should use my little because we're working together. I'm working with you as a client as well, right? Yeah. So I think it'd be useful to to maybe show that journey going through. I think that might be useful for people to see yeah. how that journey is. So that That'd might be really be powerful. Useful. Happy to do that. No, awesome. absolutely. Thank you so oh. much, Marcus. Okay. And Bye-bye. you have a lovely rest of the day, and we'll Good. see you back again soon. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. To find out more, you can visit the show notes underneath with all the links that have been added for you to support today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to learn more, then please do subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any other episodes and share with those that you think will benefit from listening too. Don't forget, you can head over to my website, which is www.iamhealth.co.uk to subscribe to my free monthly newsletter which always covers topics that you can learn and benefit from so see you next time best of health neha